Welcome, welcome, welcome to Showcase Broadcast Studio, to our audience, subscribers, and members on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and any other streaming services that we're on. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm really excited about inviting Dr. Pat into studio today. Uh, a lot of, just so many questions I have for you, Dr. Pat, so thank you for joining. Um, with 2021, and we're now halfway through uh, uh, April of 2021, and we've gone through the uh, remote learning, the uh, virtual working and all that, health and mental health and physical health is becoming a challenge. And I'm seeing stories and reading about that, which is why I asked Dr. Pat to come into studio and share with us um, her thoughts, ideas, uh, philosophy, everything about being healthier. So Dr. Pat, thank you. I know you are, and I jotted this down, certified functional medicine practitioner, a coach, a chiropractor, speaker, and author of the book, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? Which again, thank you for sharing your digital your digital copy of it. I did go through it and we can talk about it. Um, right. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I, I did you say acupuncture? <laughs> uh, I did not. I did yeah, not. I'm an acupuncture physician also, and that. But I love being here, and thank you so much for the invite. I, you know, our, our pre talks before we got to this point have, uh, you know, have been really wonderful, and I really like sharing the time and space with you and investing, you know, and helping you and your listeners become, you know, have a much better life because of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I really appreciated is um, the number of people that you've helped with physical pain and uh, not just living with it, which for me personally, I've been doing. Um, I have a back problem that I've been living with and I've gone to physical therapy and it comes and it goes. So I'm, I appreciate that you've helped individuals and, and any advice, guidance, any thoughts, insight is going to be very welcome today. Um, so I guess just to get started with a couple of questions, what what motivates you as a doctor, as a business person, what motivates you? Well, you know, um, a lot of things motivate me, but one of my key things is the thing that motivates me. And um, I, I did the survey with the uh, Y Institute one time and this guy goes, oh my God, your book's all about your why. How wonderful is that? And so I said to him, I go, what do you mean? And because, you know, figuring out a lot of people for figuring out their why is it's just kind of a struggle. And so, because you, you, you want it more definitive, you want it like in black and white. So, um, you know, what I discovered and what's really quite true is I wake up every day, what motivates me, I wake up every day, you know, thinking about how I can solve problems, how I can make it simpler, how I can take challenges and make them into simple solutions, faster, better, that get people unstuck so they can move forward with tangible results. So, you know, that, that phrase, like, you know, when you have a thousand dreams, you know, um, you have, how's that goes? Like when you have a thousand dreams, um, you know, you're like, you're, when you have your health, you have those thousand dreams is what yeah. make a synopsis of that. But when you don't have your health, you know, you don't have, you only have one and you're always focusing on that. You're being a burden to yourself. You're being a burden to other people. You're trying to, you know, be 
you know, cloister yourself because you think it's only happening to you. And that's not true. It's true. That's, that's very true. But sometimes you feel like you're in that silo and you, you feel like you're, you're alone in that. Um, who do you, who do you work with? Who do you serve? Who do you support and help? Well, who I support and I, and I help is I help busy professionals and other influencers be stronger, make better decisions, find balance in their days and their lives with superior nutrition and related wellness initiatives. Got it. I love doing, I, I love puzzles. You know, I like putting the pieces <laughs> of the puzzle together. <laughs> and are we all puzzles? <laughs> well, you know, most puzzles. <laughs> so when it, when, it, when it comes to busy professionals and helping them, um, really, really helping them stay healthy from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint, what, let, let's, let's talk about the, the here and the now. What advice, what, what guidance, maybe we're jumping ahead, but how do you keep people thinking about that? I mean, it's, it's become almost draining being stuck at home. And I know a lot of people are starting to look back into the office, but what kind of things do you discuss and help people with? Well, one thing is, is that people, when they're at home, if they're, uh, you know, women, men, you know, they don't have boundaries. I was on a call with an attorney um, and, uh, on a board that I set and his girlfriend, uh, came in and just said, you got to take the cats to, or the dogs to the vet <laughs> and right in the middle of our meeting. So there isn't that, you know, that those boundaries at home kind of don't exactly sit, you know, they're, they don't sit well with other members in the family because they think, you know, that you're there and you're talking. I have numerous friends of mine because I've worked from home and from, you know, virtually for, before COVID that they would call me up at 10 o'clock in the morning thinking I could talk. <laughs> just, and I'm like, no, no, no I'm, in the middle of, I'm in the middle of something, you know, I, I'm on, like, I'm on a call with a client or they're, they're like, well, you know, can you call me when you're done? <laughs> just, you know, so I had to really retrain my friends, you know, when I started working, you know, at home to how to create those boundaries, you know, it's just like how to take those blocks in your calendar and that they're, they're non-negotiable. You know, so that means like turning your cell phone off, you know, or, um, you know, or you know, unless, you know, it's like an, an emergency that you need to like deal with. Um, and, you know, it's like your mother, your father, because we all have, you know, all these people in our lives that take up a lot of space with us and especially women. You know, because women will do like they put themselves last all the time. And a lot of times by doing that, because we're not taking care of ourselves and not involving ourselves in self-care, you know, in creating those boundaries, you're not leading by example. And, right. you know, you're telling your children like, oh, you can come and interrupt me anytime. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I hung up on girlfriends of mine when their kids were like, you know, 10, 11, when they should know better, you know, and just say, hey, why don't you go talk to your son, you know, or daughter, and then you call me back when you're done. And they're going, no, no, no. I go, no, it's an interruption, you know? And it's, you know, and like when I've, you know, it, it just, that's one of like one of my pet peeves for that. Even with anybody, no matter, you know, when someone's talking, interrupting them for it's, no apparent reason. Um, yeah. And it's, they're, you know, teaching people about those boundaries and keeping them interested. You know, when you're talking about diet and everything else like that, people feel saturated because they see it all the time on TV and they feel mm -hmm. like they've heard it all. But in reality, 
nobody's ever taught them how to eat. No one's ever taught them how to shop. No one's ever taught them how to put foods together so that your body can utilize them so they can repair, revitalize and move you forward in the future. So you can think better, feel better and move better. Nobody ever taught that in the American society. So you go into a grocery store and you're looking like, why would I ever buy organic broccoli when there's this other broccoli? They look like twins, you know, and they're from a different mother and a different father because <laughs> they're like different cousins, but there's more nutrients in the organic broccoli, you know, as opposed to coming from a GMO seed. So when, you know, when I'm talking to busy professionals, I mean, people who can afford it, you know, it's just like, have someone make your food for you, you know, have somebody like, let's decide what foods you like and what's the best way to put them together. And then you can, you know, like, that's like one thing off your plate. Because if you're a busy professional, you've got, you know, work going on and as such, you know, and the, the funny thing, I was doing some market research about um, three weeks ago, and I was talking to an ex um, woman who was a, um, a, a VP in an insurance company. And she told me, you know, because she was a single mom at the time and her husband and her were still very good friends, but she couldn't rely on him to make dinner, <laughs> you know, or the thing dinner. Yeah. So she said around 2.45 every day, she had an alert that came up to say, what's for dinner? Because she was so concerned about making sure her kids had something nutritious and that she made it as a mom. You know, her second thing, she said, and she said, I bet men never think about that at 2.45 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And every man I've asked since then all said, no. I mean, you don't think about that at 2.45, right? I, I'll be honest at two, five, 45 or three o'clock, I'm back in the kitchen, um, grabbing a snack. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a snack time for you because that glucose cycle goes every four hours, like 10 to four, like every two hours because you eat at 12 o'clock. Normally that's what the norm is. Right. You know, so it's, it's like keeping your blood, sh you know, sugar levels up, but you know, you're not thinking about what you're going to make your kids for dinner at two forty-five right. or three o'clock. And, but women, who have kids and they're trying to juggle being working, they're being overwhelmed. Maybe they're a little bit overweight, you know, maybe they're, you know, having, you know, they're like not as fit as they would like to be. And they're not, they're, you know, waking up foggy in the morning. Those people struggle all day long with their oh, yeah. work because, you know, and, and getting the right nutrition that they need to have. And so, you know, cause they're not vibrant, they're not energized and they're not on fire. And so, and, you know, at the end of the day, they're depleted. And when they get home, they're thinking like, oh, when I get home tonight, I'm going to take a bubble bath. Yeah. And, and they don't because they get home, they got kids to do, husbands to do, you know, they have, you know, then they got to clean the kitchen, you know, and like tidy things up. And all of a sudden it's 930 and laying flat sounds like a lot better and feels like a better idea than sitting in the bathtub. Yeah. Um <laughs> You know, and, and so like even a warm, a warm bath for anybody would be like a health hack to be able to go to sleep easier. Um, but it's just like it just seems like it's like it's, it's up here. I can mm -hmm. see it, but I can't get to it. And so, you know, I help female executives, especially in, in and the busy professionals, how to put those pieces of the puzzle together. So it's a non-event. So is it that people don't allocate time as a reward to what they want like when we're talking about the bath of relaxing is that they don't feel that they is it is it that they just don't allocate it and they don't feel like they deserve it why like why why wouldn't you say 
I worked all day. I did all this men, women, doesn't matter, but shouldn't you reward yourself? And like, doesn't that help? That's great thinking from the male perspective, but for the female (laughs) perspective, they have in-laws, they have parents, they have kids, they have cats, they have dogs and they have best friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and women, uh, and women work better in community and they work better in, um, you know, within that community. Cause I, I always say that when a woman heals herself, she heals those behind her, those in front of her and those around her. And that community spreads to other communities. You know, mm-hmm. and because we work better that way, we just are because we are multidimensional. We not that you're not, but we, we think, you know, we have like a lot of things going on in our head at the same time because right. we have to stack our time out during the daytime. You know, um, that same VP told me that, you know, she took at any time that she had the opportunity because um, I was living on Cape Cod at one point in time. So I know where she lives that if she could get and walk towards the beach or take a walk towards the beach, that would give her downtime for herself. People don't have that downtime anymore. They're at home. They go out of their doors of your room and you're like right in the middle of the fire again. You don't have that. Like I got to go lay down. So, you know, I recommend people if they can take that 20, 30, no longer than 30 minute break, close their eyes, listen to binaural beats, listen to white noise, you know, and just lay there and just be in that moment, you know, they wake up and it's almost like they had a night's sleep. They are, they're more energized, they're brain sharper, they can do more, they can, you know, they can, you know, jockey their, you know, the rest of their afternoon if they have to. Um, But, you know, naps are incredibly wonderful. And that 20, 30 minute quote unquote power nap, is important. You never want to get past the 30 minutes because then you start getting in the third and fourth stage of sleep, which is where your deep sleep is. You know, so that's when, when people wake up and they're deep sleep, that's when they waking up and they don't know where they're at. <laughs> it's, okay. you know, and they're waking up really groggy and really foggy in their head. And a lot of people can't, you know, they get there. It's only a 90, a, a 110 minute cycle that that stuff happens. So when you get to that, 110 minutes, then you get into the REM portion of it. And then that's when you definitely don't want to get woken up. That's when you swing at somebody and, you know, your body's almost paralyzed. It it refuses to let your body move because if you didn't, you would act out your dreams, you know, and that's where people get punched in the middle of the night, you know, and think because they're not exactly in REM, you know, when stuff like that happens. And so, um, you know, you, you've got to be respectful of that. But, but during the daytime, you know, you eat a meal, take, you know, like 30 minutes and just like close your eyes after it. You know, it pays to do it because you have you're more energized, you're clearer thought, you have clarity, you have better focus, you know, and you have better fun- um, bodily functions doing that. OK, so two things. First of all, for our audience, if you do have questions, comments, um, I've gotten a couple of just comments saying hi. Thank you for those. Uh, keep them coming. Also, I love what you said about naps. I love <laughs> naps. I love naps. Um, Me too. <laughs> because there are some people that are just like, naps are ridiculous. You don't need them. Um, I disagree. I, I see nothing wrong with laying down for, like you said, 20 minutes, half hour. I didn't know there was any science behind it. I just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, I'm doing something I'm like, I need to take a break going to take a nap and kind of restart my day. It's like I have a, a second day all in one. 
it's yeah, great. That's what it does for you. It's it's great, you know. And and then you know for the the sleep portion of that, you know, at night, you know, that's you know the the R that third and fourth stage is so important because that's where your body revitalizes, detox the brain detoxes. Then, um, you know, it restores function. It you know it's kind of like does this like internal cleanse and it like you know buffs itself up. And because mm-hmm. so, it's no, it's going to like the next day that you're on, you want to hit the ground running. You should be able to hit the ground running every day when you wake up and not right. break your butt out of bed or thinking like, oh, I need my coffee first. You know, if you're starting to say that you need your coffee first, then you have to look at, well, you have to look at adrenal stress. I mean, you have to look at like how, you know, what's going on. So in this whole time span of COVID and where everyone's working out of their house, you know, and, and it's easy to get, you know, caught in the project. I do it myself. All of a sudden I'm going, oh my God, I've been staying at my computer for four hours. And my dog's looking at me thinking, take me outside now, or it's going to be a good experience. <laughs> you know, and so like, you know, I actually have it, you know, like scheduled in, you know, when yeah. I schedule, I go, okay, Jack, when do I have to take you outside? Um, so it's important to like honor our cycles and honor what our work productivity cycles are. They're usually only two hours and then you got to, you, know, you need a break, that break anyway. Right. Go out, hug a tree, pick a rock up, tell them, you know, tell, go, you know, hug your wife and say, okay, see you later. <laughs> got to go yeah. back to work. You know, but, but, you know, being in such enclosed confines with people, you know, you have to be able to still have those boundaries that, you know, when I'm working, I'm working. You wouldn't do, you wouldn't interrupt me at work, would mm-hmm. you? You know, you wouldn't just walk into my office. Right. You know, and if you saw I was doing something, you wouldn't just start talking. <laughs> True. Yeah, True. Hopefully. Hopefully. It's, it's, um, it's almost like you you lose that concept of division when you're working from home. And it's it's a training exercise. They have three kids, one's in college, two are here. And there are times when when this started happening where we were completely remote and I usually travel, but I haven't. Um my kids, and it's nothing against them. They just didn't recognize that during the day when I'm in the office and I'm on the phone, you can't just come in and start talking. So it's a mm-hmm. training for everybody. I get that. Right. Yeah. It's just like, and, and we have to, you know, what, what people are really poor at doing, um, and it's not a, a negative. It's just that, you know, as a, as a parent, you know, when your kid wants something from you, you know, and, and you're thinking like, for women more so because I care all the time for women, you know, when your kid wants something from them, it's like, ugh. like men can kind of like shuffle it off a little bit, you know, and to like, can I talk to you, sweetheart, at four o'clock, <laughs> you know, going, all right, dad, you know, and, you know, but a, a mother wants to just put whatever their kid wants, they want to put down whatever they're doing and they want to be present. Yeah. You know, and, and if you have a really bad day, you know, you know, and, and having that, being able to, to transition from work to being home, even if you're in your home is really important because you, when you're talking to your kids, you want to be like very encompassing and very engaging. Like, how was your day? Tell me what you did. What was your virtual class like today? How many people were there, you know, and asking questions and engaging them in that really, you know, important conversation because that helps keep mental health. I mean, that helps, you know, that socialization is really important. And we, and the things that are lacking, like people don't get those hugs. I mean, they get hugs from their family, you know, 
and maybe their friends, you know, when they, when they see them that they play with all the time or adults, when they play with their friends all the time, they're, you know, and they go out or they have, you know, lunch, you know, and, um, but people are, you know, they're, we, you know, women have to have better boundaries. There's a reason in the airline industry why you put your mask on first before you put your kids. You've got to do self-care. You've got to, I, it's so important to me, you know, and I, and I feel it's so important to um, busy professionals who I spoke with that, you know, that's a, a main component that can help, you know, like reposition your, how you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And if, your thoughts, if you look at the three reasons why people get sick, um, which are, you know, you're, you have a, a subluxation. Subluxation creates inflammation. The base uh, common denominator between inflammation and all chronic illnesses disease is inflammation. They said that in 2004. They had a big article on Time magazine in February. I think it was February 23rd or something like that. You know, it says they found a common link surprisingly, <laughs> it's been for a long time. That's still there. A lot of people have inflammation brewing. They have a soup in their body that's brewing. They don't know that they're sick. You know, so when we, you know, we talk about my book a little bit more, you know, and it, the title is why are you sick, fat, and tired? People go like, well, I don't feel sick, you know, cause they don't identify. They think sick is throwing up in a toilet and, you know, you know, being fat, you know, you can be thin, but you can have internal, you know, VAT fat, that's visceral fat around your organs, that's deadly. And then you can be tired. Everyone knows if they're tired or not. But some people go like, you know, you keep on burning that candle at both ends, something eventually at some point in time has got to give. And the sick part, you know, you don't know if you're sick, but you can always find out where your weakest link is. So you know where to fortify. So you don't have to wait for a crisis to happen in order for you to stay healthy and actually be healthy. That's why this, you know, I always say, get the hard copy of this uh, book and, you know, keep it on your shelf because when you have the digital version, you know, then what happens is it's like in Kindle. I have like five books in Kindle going right now and on Audible, I've got five books. So it depends yeah. on what book do I want to listen to um, and as such. But if it's in front of you, then you can't, you know, you can't negate it. Three months later, you just put it on your calendar. I'm going to repeat the questionnaire that mm-hmm. is a system survey questionnaire that shows how a Swiss watch really works because all the components of a Swiss watch have to um, are tied into each other. Our body is exactly the same way. There's not one organ in there that's not supposed to be there, you know, yeah. and, and, it's right. like, and it's there for a reason. Yeah. So it's bigger than that, you know, just remember when you don't feel like doing self-care, like there's a reason, think about that yellow mask, put it on your refrigerator. <laughs> so it reminds you. That's a very good point. So let's talk about your book um, because, and thank you again for sending me the digital copy. I did go through it. And it, it was interesting because I, I I spent time thinking about it as I'm going through the survey. It does take time. Absolutely no question about it if you're going to be serious about it. Would you recommend taking this and sharing this with your physician? Is this something that you say, here's what some, some indicators that I'm seeing, or is it you take the notes and you bring that to your physician? I just, I found a couple of things interesting that I never realized Mm-hmm. That could be, you know, that not concerns, but that I probably will bring up to my doctor just to make sure, like you said, you bring it up. 
Well, you can ask me first before you bring it up to your doctor, and then I can tell you how to to, to um, posture that question to him so that you get to have the answers. So the idea is in the book, there's um, everybody has 11 organ systems. And mm -hmm. so your organ systems, what you're looking at, one piece of the puzzle doesn't stand by itself. You need to know the whole picture. So you need to take a look at the whole picture. So when you have a high priority, which is your weakest link, then you've got to say like, okay, so what else is going good for me? I've got to have something in here that's like, on yeah. my side, right? Because <laughs> you want to see where the balance is. So it's just like, but that high priority are things that, you know, might be lurking below the surface that can affect your immune system ultimately. So you can have a low mm -hmm. immune score and have high priorities in the immune score in your body's immune system is still going, yes, baby. But what's happening is like, it keeps on being chipped away. So eventually one day you wake up and you have something bigger going on and you're now in crisis. So what right. you do is that, you know, when, you know, it depends upon what kind of doctor you're presenting this to, you know, because this is a functional medicine model, you know, of, I, of a system survey. Um, and it's, you know, like when you, you know, people have always said to me, my doctors never asked me those questions, but no doctor can say that these questions don't relate to that organ system. And so, and, and, you know, and if you look in the endorsements, you can see that, you know, repetitiously, you know, indicated on, in that area. So if you know where your weakest link is, you can go like, okay, you know, and I always look at, you know, there's, I had somebody um, who answered all those questions and I said to them, um, you know, and I knew that they had a really bad case of Lyme. So they have an issue with their immune system. And I said to them, well, you know, I said, you were like in a hurry when you did the questionnaire and they went, I don't, I don't, you know, they were kind of him and hawing. And, and I said, why do you say that? And I said, well, because I go, I've never met anybody who has a weak immune system, doesn't have a gut issue. I've never met anybody who has allergies, doesn't have a gut issue. So people think because they have symptoms that now become a new normal, that that is, you know, that they're no longer, those are exempt. You know, that's, that's normal. People think by taking medications because their blood pressure down, that they're healthy, but it doesn't mean that they're healthy. That's the means that the blood pressure is down and it's being driven down by a, a, a pharmaceutical med. Right. So, but in, so in the thing is you're not going to where the, the root problem is. Because if you don't go into where the root problem is, then you can't correct it. You just keep on putting the Band-Aid on, you know, the same thing over and over again. You're expecting that wound to heal and it's not going to heal. You know, you've got to take a look at the bigger picture. You've got to take a look at diet and, and nutrition, which are two different things, but under the same umbrella. Because you can have, you know, a stellar diet, you know, mm -hmm. what seems to be a stellar diet and not get the nutrients that you need. So then you have to have proper exercise, you know, proper sleep. A positive mental attitude plays a key factor in, you know, whether people get get healthy and stay healthy or whether they have something chiseling at their health. Um, mm -hmm. There was a book called um, that I made my mother read one time. and She said she laughed through the whole thing. And uh, so the, the funny part about the laughing through the whole thing was that this guy was given a really bad diagnosis, like he had cancer or something who wrote this book. I can't think of the name of it right now. But um, he bought all, you know, all the candy camera, you know, YouTubes and he watched them consecutively all the time. And when he went back, there was not a trace of his disease in him, you know, but the thought of mind over matter, your mind is very, very powerful. You have three brains, you know, so the first brain is your lizard brain. 
that always is trying to derail you from being successful, whatever it is, you know, your relationship, your work, your food that you're eating, they're going, yeah, but you can just have that little bit of that ice cream, you know, go ahead. You can have that ice yeah. cream. And so you got to like learn how to, to knock that guy off your shoulder. And, you know, and then you have. What's that first one called? Wizard? Lizard. Lizard. Okay. I'm with you. The lizard brain. And the second one is, you know, reactionary and, you know, relational. So when you do something that's good for you, you should find this is an NLP thing. You know, you can tap yourself on the shoulder, you know, and just like, you know, like, God, I did that good. Pat your, like, actually pat yourself on the back or someplace. Good going. And because what it does is it sinks that action, the reaction into the good part of it. You know, and when you think the actual good part of it, it quells the lizard brain from derailing you. Mm -hmm. And so the lizard brain's active all the time because it's the idea of it is so that it keeps you from the saber tooth tire. You know, it helps you. That's how you replicate because that's what the lizard brain does. That's that's the the, the five F's. You know, you know, food. You know, um, fornication. Um, you, you know, and all those things that are in in that realm. So. Yeah. When you do a positive mental attitude check and you're saying and looking at positive things, then what happens is it makes the lizard brain go, sayonara, see you later. And if you do them before you wake, you know, just when you wake up in the morning and just before you go to sleep, that's when the lizard brain is tired. You know, so it feeds the other, the reactionary and the relational brain a lot better so that it, you can start relating and going into those things. Um, really interesting. So, are you, so you're saying before you go to sleep, you go through some rewards that you've accomplished, some activities yeah. that you did to get that lizard brain away from you and get that those negative thoughts mm -hmm. or those 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 yeah negative thoughts. They're 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 okay. there too. That lizard brain going like you can't do that. You know, like what makes you think you deserve that? You know, your 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 lizard brain is the one that's telling you know like you're not worthy. Um, right. And so it's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, your father said, you know, when you were like five years old, you know, so the, you have these things that are going on in your head and all those thoughts, if you don't have a handle on your thoughts, can undo things that you do to have, eat clean, get toxins out of your house, get, you know, like look at your, you know, what you're cleaning your house with. And so it can undo, you know, like, you know, eating really super well, having a really clean house um, and then having, you know, you know, the the subluxation chiropractic, you know, biomechanic posture portion of it, which is the fifth um, element of that, you know, you have to have good structure or you're not going to have good function. And wow. you can see that how people, when they're walking down the street, when they're starting to do that little bit of that forward head tilt, which adds about anywhere from five to 10 pounds at each degree that you're going um, to your spine, you know, and you're having, you know, then your, you know, your flexors are getting stronger because your extensors are not holding you up. So right. people, when they train, make sure that your trainer is really focusing on your extensors so that you have good posture. And you should have someone take a picture of you forward, sideways and backways to see what your posture is. But if you don't have good structure, you can't have good function. It ultimately will pay. It will be a negative for you for your health. If you don't pay attention to that, there, there's so many different things that I want to talk about. And I know we're running up, we're just past the half hour. Um, I, I think we need to have a, a, a follow-up conversation because there's just there's a lot of information. And I know for me personally, and I don't think I'm any different than anybody else. 
these type of hurdles is what I like to refer to them as. I want them out of my life. And I think everybody, especially when you're working from home, you're cooped up and not going to the office, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, Dr. Pat, what you're talking about in terms of helping to get those things out and shopping the right way, I never even thought about that. I would never even thought I just go and I get I have a list and I know what I want and what I don't want. And and you're right. I look at broccoli or I look at um uh at lettuce. I'm like organic or not organic. Well, I don't know the difference. I'm just gonna grab whatever. I don't taste yeah. it different. I don't feel any different directly from it. But like you said, it's you may not feel that it, an immediate impact from shopping once like that, but it's a process and it's a habit that you go through. Yeah, you start small. I mean, if you overwhelm yourself, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So yeah. in my in my course that, you know, I did an online course, I taught it live and I'm going to repeat that online course. Um, I don't have a date for that to happen yet. And but I also do that one on one with people. Um, but in a Stronger Than Medicine course, I had a guy, you know, email me and he said, every time I go shopping now, when I'm passing the lemons <laughs> and he goes, I hear your voice going, buy me, <laughs> buy three. <laughs> and I just laughed because he goes, I just never, you know, I never equated, you know, like why, you know, I just like, I bought food because I thought all food that we're eating was supposed to be good, but it's not, it's not, doesn't, right. you, know, you know, an egg isn't an egg. I mean, you people go spend $7, $6 on a Starbucks coffee that has chemicals sprayed in it, you know, as opposed to buying $6, you know, worth of eggs. And you know, you're going to get a lot more out of those eggs than you are going to get out of that coffee, you know, oh, and this- coffee's not bad. I mean, Sophia Wren always says she has one poison a day and her poison a day is her, you know, espresso. And it, it, the coffee is not bad for you. It's just that you can't, you know, you have to like, where's my coffee source from? Because coffee, yeah. big problem with coffee and in coming into the United States is that if it's loose beans, they spray pesticides and insecticides on to get rid of anything that's on there. Not that, you know, boiling it or grinding it up and then boiling up would, you know, would do that also. But, you know, they do that. And I feel like a lot of people who have you know, like those issues with caffeine, supposedly, the real mm-hmm. issue is mold. And it's it because those same beans, the way that they're stored, they also have an issue with mold and levels of mold in it. So you should always check your coffee. Like, you know, look for coffee that has been checked for mold and has passed that level of inspection. Um, How do but- we know that? Um, you can, you know, there's different coffees. If you look, you know, if you start just with, you want to have a little bit of education about it, look up David Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee, you know, and just read on his blog what he, what he talks about with that. But, you know, molds in a lot of things like you have to, um, you know, you know and, and how things are stored, you know, and like, you know, we see mold in our refrigerator, but, you know, you know, if you look at like vegetables and um, and apples and things like that in the fall time that are stored in bins for months, you know, it's like, you know, and so it's like, that's why it's so important to wash your fruit thoroughly and wash your vegetables thoroughly before you eat them. But the mold in the coffee, you know, because I have, when I'll I'll tell you nothing personal against Starbucks, but (laughs) I going to Starbucks because when I went in there, I one day had a coffee like I always ordered. I had, you know, I had a cafe Americano made from espresso beans. 
And an hour later, I was out of my body. And I went, wow, I've never had that experience there. So I made an inquiry and did some research and they changed their beans. They paid where they sourced their beans. So then I went, you know, I, I went, okay. So then I got decaf, same thing. <laughs> and so when I researched it out, I was thinking like, okay, so what's the other thing? This is how I ended up starting drinking Bulletproof coffee. And um, and I don't have Bulletproof coffee, the, their ingredient. I look for places that sell coffee that is, you know, that has been tested for mold and they can guarantee that it isn't in there because you're drinking it. <laughs> and then your so body coffee. And I'm, I'm, I appreciate you bringing this up. If I buy coffee from the store, beans, do I look on the label or is it, I go to the blog and I find out. Go to the blog and find out. Okay. It's, it's called the blog. Is yeah, you're not gonna, it's, it's not going to be labeled on, you know, and whatever you're, you're being. So. So things that are canned out of the United States are not sprayed. So, and so like, if you get, you know, when I buy, um, you know, like Illy coffee, for instance, or Labasa coffee or coffee that comes from out of the United States, that's in a can, you know, Mm -hmm. those cans are not, they, they are not sprayed when they come in the United States. That's my understanding. Okay. Okay. Wow. And I don't have an issue. I can drink coffee, you know, I was talking to an Italian guy the other day. Um, I can drink coffee, you know, in the morning, I can have a cup of coffee and I don't use milk in it anymore. I use, you know, um, you know, uh, nut kind of milk, but nuts that I like, um, yeah. you know, or also drink a black. I have, when I drink an espresso, you know, I have just the espresso. I have a, um, they call it Cafe Longo's. It's an espresso shot that has probably another whole shot you know, like an ounce of water with it, you know, okay. to dilute it. So, um, you know, but I don't have, I don't have that issue and I can go to sleep. You know, I can have coffee if I have a, you know, like my meal at night. I always used to, when I was in Italy, I was just like having that espresso at the end of my meal. I mm-hmm. never stayed up, you know, I could, like, I always went to sleep, you know, and I don't have that. I don't have any sleep problems because of that. So I've, you know, I've eliminated crappy coffee out of my diet. Yeah. It's, it's a good idea. I mean, there's a lot of junk that we eat. I, I speaking for myself, there's a lot of junk that I eat that I could definitely clear out of my um, cabinets and not eat anymore. But well, just- you can always hire me to come to, to Illinois and I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've done that with people before and like, you know, they, they're attached. I don't have anything here that I could like, you know, use as a demonstration, but the, you know, when I'm going through and I said, did you read the label on this? You know, I went like, no, Dr. Pat, but I like that so much. Exactly. Uh, you were fucking paying me a lot of money, you know, to help you get healthier. And, you know, and I had a person who like, you know, went through this whole program with me and her friend of hers was taking her for her birthday. She got an extra ticket. She went to a trip for two to Costa Rica and invited her to go for her birthday. I went like, how sweet is that? And she goes, Dr. Pat, can I have a drink when I'm there? I said, do you think, do you think if you have one drink, you're going to have another drink? And she said, probably. And I said, <laughs> doesn't stop. I said, so I go, how far do you think you've come from when we first started working with you? She goes, I haven't felt this good. She was 50. I haven't felt this good since I was 30 years old. Oh, 
And I said to her, well, I said, so you're going to go to Costa Rica for seven or eight days and blow it. <laughs> you know, and I said, you're, and all that, I, and you're going to have to start all over again. Is it worth it? Yeah. You know? And so she said, I said, so do what you want to do. And I said, but this could, you know, I go just being mindful of, you know, your body's a sanctuary. You can't, you know, can you have a drink every once in a while? Maybe, but you're not at that point where you can start introducing something back in and realize that was a bad mistake and correct yeah. it the next meal. And I said, so we haven't got to that point because, you know, people expect to have these miracles in a month or two months. Of course. You know? And the thing is that it's taken years to get your gut in such bad shape. Mm -hmm. You know, you expect it, it, it heals one of the facet organs to heal very quickly, but it takes, you know, there's so much information. You can't do that kind of information and not feel overwhelmed and like, oh my God, I'm, you know, like, I can't do this. You know, that's what happens when you get overwhelmed. I can't do this. So like, I can do this, but you got to have it down in chunks that you, is digestible and that you can understand and you can do something with that knowledge. Because that's what, when I say knowledge is powerful, knowledge is only powerful when you're able to stack that knowledge. And like, how do you get to the next step? And it's so you know, I work with people. We have fun. You know, sometimes it's a little, you know, when, you know, somebody's like, you know, I just don't know about this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always thinking, when we're having one of those conversations, I'm always thinking, did you just see your parents or your, you know, in-laws or, you know, whatever. And they're going like, how do you know that? And because I go, people get derailed from people who are close to us. I yeah. mean, so many times I hear like women say, my husband needs this more than I do. My kids need this more than I do. My parents need this more than I do. Um, you know, then they will say, you know, other things like, well, you know, you know, I asked my girlfriend a year ago if she had, you know, bloating and, you know, it's just like, and I just started not sleeping very well and I can't figure out how to get that handled. And, you know, she, you know, my girlfriend, I go said, I go, she said like, oh, I had that too. It's, it, it goes away. You get it at that age. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's acceptable. You know, to think that whatever is happening in our health and any physician who says to you, well, you know, you're getting older, makes the hair on the back of my neck stand straight up. And I think, well, yeah. why is that? Because you have people who are in their 90s, you know, mm -hmm. that are still doing yoga, who can hold their body weight up, you know, in a sitting lotus position. So yeah. if it's that person can do it, you can do it too. And you just, you know, you've got to sit that you know, mind, body, soul, you know, socially, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, you got to glue it all together. So that you're, you're the strongest that you possibly can be moving forward from any moment in your life because crap always happens. So if crap happens, you got to go back to basics. So true. Yeah. So true. This is Wonderful. fun. Thank you, Dr. Pat. <laughs> so a couple questions. Uh, thank you again for joining and for our audience and subscribers. Thank you. Make sure that if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do click on the subscribe, click on the little alarm button as well. So you get notified about these videos. Dr. Pat, people are going to want to know how to get in touch with you. Can they uh, schedule time with you? Um, how, do, how do they do that? Well, there's a lot of different ways that they can do that. You can visit my website, which is healthteamnetwork.com. We met through LinkedIn. I have a significant presence in LinkedIn. It's a good way to connect with me there. Um, I my profile or my company page. Oh, someone's talking there. Agree. <laughs> um, and 
I have a Facebook page, business page, um, you know, that, you know, if you put it in the show notes, then everything is pretty concise in there. And also I, I have an Instagram account, but I primarily focus on, you know, for social media, I primarily focus in LinkedIn. Um, okay. And then, you know, buying the book, you can get it at Amazon. Um, and, and on there's in the appendix on the appendix two page is all my contact, my email, um, my webpage. Uh, and so, and on my webpage has a very, very cool thing. And I would love people, I'd love your audience to try to do this. Um, okay. so on my webpage, when you go to health team network and you scroll down right now, it's down, it's going to be moving up, um, is a microphone. So you can ask me anything that you want. You know, just say like, hey, I was reading your book and, you know, it's just like, you know, should, you know, what kind of doctor should I find if I want to find a doctor like you and I physically want to go see them? You know, because I coach people, I help, you know, doctors have their patients be, you know, to have better lifestyle choices and help them get there. You know, that's one of the things that I do besides having private clients. And I also teach the course Stronger Than Medicine. But, you know, wow. you know, but we can, you know, connect in that fashion. Yeah. You know, and so and so the microphone, you click on it, you know, and you dictate your question and then it comes to me by email and I have the ability to answer you straight back. And I'll be collecting those because I'll be doing some short videos um, from, you know, questions that people give me or, you know, comments and that type of thing. Like, hey, can you talk about sleep a little bit more or can you talk about positive mental attitude or what about this, you know, like structure function thing and how's yeah. it really posture, you know, those are things that, you know, that I can address either with you, you know, and get back with you or else I can do that by doing like a, like a little like video type thing. But it's a very cool feature. I like it's I awesome. is that it's a very, it's, it's fun. So come visit me, I I, <laughs> I love I'm going to. you know, and I yeah. love, I love me helping people, you know, have the opportunity to see where that weakest link is and, and like, hey, let's stack this so it, the odds are in your favor as opposed to being against your favor. That's great. That's great. Thank you. All right. We will wrap up now. Um, thank you again for joining. Thank you, everybody, for watching, <laughs> listening. And Dr. Pat, I definitely want to have you back so we can talk more and learn more and just share good experiences. So thank oh, you. Oh, good. Appreciate I'm it. great. I'm in. <laughs> I never say no to a, a great invitation. <laughs> never. I appreciate that. Pat. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Have Enjoy a great your weekend. Day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.